Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Hug Day. Who have you hugged today? Tony Kornheiser, does sex robots count? No. Really? They can't hug you back. Actually, they can. You know what? I expected five, eight, ten years ago, that would have been a Betty White setup. That would have been a setup for a Betty White joke. And now you've tossed away Betty, you've tossed away Larry King, and you've gone to robots. Because I've got robots in the basement. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Along with the hogs that we discussed that I had there yesterday. <laughs> Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Antonio Brown says he's gone. Justin Verlander says free agency is broken. And NBA referees say a travel wasn't a travel. Mm. But we begin today with Kyler Murray, but from the perspective of the Oakland A's. They read what Murray said, that his heart was in football. But according to Kenny Rosenthal of The Athletic, the A's don't think they're out of it just yet. They believe that whatever money Murray can get in the NFL, they can offer him more by signing him to a major league contract immediately, which has no ceiling. Wilbon, do you think that might turn Murray's head? I don't know. That, that, that goes to a cynicism I don't have. About That's money. your department, yeah. Where you say, oh, this is all about money. The kid declared his love for football first and foremost yesterday. Does it mean he might not have another love down the road? No, it doesn't mean that. Does it mean he might not try to have both? All right. It might mean that. But do I think this that 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 release, that tweet, whatever he released is just a negotiation ploy? No, I don't believe that. Nor do I. And I I don't think it's a new position for you. No, it isn't. And I don't think that money is the most important thing to Kyler Murray at the moment. At the moment. Because a young man will think that he can make all the money in the world doing whatever he wants. I think he knows that baseball has more longevity. Uh, that baseball can offer more money down the road. And in baseball, you don't get your head slammed around. But yeah. you know what I think turned it? What? Winning the Heisman. I, I, think, I think Kyler Murray realizes that he gets more of a thrill playing football than playing baseball. And I also think, Mike, that if you're going to play both, and Dion stayed with football, and I think Bo Jackson was mainly a football player, at least in my mind he was. I think it's easier to go from football to baseball than the other way around. And, I think that's hard. I, that's why I said he could do both. Down he the change his mind several times. Yeah. It's okay that he has the talent to back that up. Tony, I think he looked at a certain quarterback from Oklahoma who's playing in the NFL right Baker now and said, I'm as good as him. Yeah. I well, just did this. Yeah. I I love this game, and I'm looking at people now in the NFL who I know I'm on par with, if not better than. So I think if you're Oakland and you think that that if all things were equal, maybe the money would be a factor. But I don't think they're they're equal now. now. No. Sadly, we have to interrupt this uplifting story about young Kyler Murray and his talents and his optimism to deal with more boorish behavior from the Steelers' Antonio Brown, your boy. My boy. Every really? few days, really? Brown feels the need to take us hostage with his nonsense, and today's installment has him officially asking the Steelers to trade him. The 49ers seem to be always a preferred destination, but that's for down the road. Brown tweeted out what amounted to a goodbye to Steelers fans and his nine years in Pittsburgh. Tony, haven't you believed for a while that Brown's career in Pittsburgh was done? Totally done, and I think it would be a mistake for the Steelers to franchise him. Yeah, I think you learn from the mistake with Le'Veon Bell. I think if you franchise Antonio Brown, he's not well, he's even under, he's play. under contract now. Trade him. Just, just you don't know, end it. You mentioned the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo would love to have a long distance threat that he may not sure. have now. 
the guys clearly play in footsie with the 49ers and Jerry Rice. It's in the other conference. It's a long way away. It checks off all the boxes. It, if, I'm, if I'm the Steelers, that's the trade I want to make. The Pittsburgh Steelers franchise has won six Super Bowls. How many of those teams do you think Antonio Brown played for? Probably one. None. None? None. Okay. Of the winners, none. Oh, I didn't realize. on a winning Super Bowl team. So the Steelers can pick whoever they want. They can let go of whomever they want. This ain't basketball, Antonio. You are not indispensable. That's right. As a matter of fact, the franchise has done just fine without you, and they're going to do fine without him. So get rid of him sooner, not later. This is an interesting thing you point out. Because they're going to lose Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. They're two great offensive stars. If I'm Ben Roethlisberger, I'm going to management. I'm saying, I'm standing on an island here. Get some what do you, yeah, get easily me, get me draft. something that One I can work with. One draft will yield that. Yeah, Tony, get me we what see I can this work all the time. Plus, uh, Antonio Brown's sneaky old. 31. I didn't, you didn't I didn't realize. No. Look, look, let's not no, I didn't. leave people with the impression that we don't think now. he's great. Oh, he's great. Because he's, he's great. great. Yeah. And you know what? They can miss the playoffs without him? What the hell? Why put up with his nonsense? It is nope. nonsense. And it's, think, you know, they talk about the noise. He creates more noise than any player in the sport to have won nothing. Odell Beckham creates a lot of noise, too. There are other guys who create noise. The diva, wide, rece- more, diva wide receiver That's position. Course, yeah. Justin Verlander is looking at Bryce Harper and Manny Machado being still unsigned, and he is wondering what's going on. Verlander tweeted out, quote, 100 or so free agents left unsigned. System is broken. They blame rebuilding, but that's BS. You're telling me you couldn't sign Bryce or Manny for 10 years and go from there? Seems like a good place to start a rebuild to me, unquote. Wilbon, is Verlander right that free agency is broken? From a player's perspective, it is broken because you're not getting what they want. And Verlander, Verlander, we, you and I, he wouldn't do this. We're going to separate him from just about everybody else who's 36 or younger, because he has performed. Love him. He is not Antonio Brown. Love him. He has won stuff. He has come close to winning other things. He has contributed wherever he's been. Totally love him. So that's separate. Now, you can say Bryce or Manny, come on in. I'll give you 10 years for $10 million a year. They're going to take that? No. And so I'm sure what no player wants to hear is, we don't have no. to pay you what you're asking. So there is this notion, and, and you're right, that Verlander, who we love, looks at it from a player's perspective. Sure. And the player's perspective says that the money goes ever upward and the contracts go ever longer. Right. The argument against the 10-year contract can be made by looking at Albert Pujols and Alex Rodriguez and guys who in the six, seven, eight years, no, they, they, don't, they don't perform. Max Scherzer's one that I would make right now, but I don't know what's going to happen in two years or three years down the road. Scott Boris floated it out there about Bryce Harper. $400 million. $400 million for 10 years. Yeah. And players heard that and went, wow. But if you're asking me, is free agency broken? I'm going to tell you. That not and because the Nats offered him three hundred million. Yeah. It's so much money. He turned it down. I'm going to tell you that the fact that he's not getting four hundred million tells me the free agency is becoming rational, because you just can't give. And this you kind can of money. offer that money to other players whose yeah. services you think just, will enhance your chance of winning. And I, I, I don't think anybody, any even veteran players who want to make top dollar, would want to argue that's bad for other players. No, it's bad no. for baseball. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't keep going all the time. Well, it hasn't in this case. Well, but let, you know, Tony, last year it didn't with Martinez, you know and he came still, through with a fabulous year. They he all what he look at the 2016 in every sport, and I hear this: they look at the 2016 summer of, of the NBA. 
where people were just granting contracts as if the money was never going to run out. I don't and in junior. football, particularly, they look at yeah. this and go, wait, huh? Yeah. Come on, I, yeah. I get this too, right? No. No, no, you don't. Nobody gets it. Not necessarily. Not guaranteed it. Let's move to the NBA, Tony, where last night, James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kawhi Leonard were all overshadowed by Paul George and his 47-point triple-double that led the Thunder past Portland. Several Blazers players, as is becoming increasingly the case around the league, were effusive in their praise of George last night, even though Russell Westbrook had his 10th straight triple-double. Damian Lillard said that if George keeps playing like this, he should be the league's MVP. Tony, you've spent a career killing Paul George, making fun of him. Yep. You want to walk this back and dap up a guy who could be this year's MVP? Uh, no. You should. Let me just say this, that I've spent the last year and a half making fun of him because he has never made a clutch shot in a single playoff game except in a Gatorade commercial, and he has given himself the nickname Playoff P. So we understand why I make fun of him. I, won't, I wouldn't make him the MVP this year for a very simple reason. And I, I would give it to James Harden, who I don't love. I don't. I like last night. I think it was 9 for 23 or something like that. But Paul George is playing with Russell Westbrook, who is a player who demands a double team often and who loves to pass the ball and who loves to get assists and really rewards people. So he's in a better situation than James Harden, where for most of the season on Houston, the only path to victory was James Harden scoring a bunch of points. I, my vote would go to him. And then after that, I would think of the player in Milwaukee. I might think of Joel Embiid. And I would certainly think of George, but I wouldn't make him first. Do you vote? I don't vote. I do. I, I vote, and I wrote this down. I, right now, if the votes were due today, and they're not, I would vote for Harden for everything you just yeah. said. That was their path to victory. He kept them in it. Yeah. While, 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 while Chris Paul, the most important player to that team, was out for was a long out. time. Okay. And Capella's out. So, and Capella's out. And then after that, Tony, I have Paul George even slightly ahead right now of onto the Cooper. Okay. That could change. Right. And then you get other guys. You know, you get Curry and KD and LeBron and the usual cast. But Tony, Paul George, first of all, he does something that Harden doesn't do, and this is the, the reason you could vote for him. He plays defense. He's a two-way player. He may be as good as Kawhi Leonard this season as a two-way player. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard has missed games, and Paul George, I think, has missed one game. My problem, Paul with, my problem with Paul George and James Harden is exactly the same. What? We have seen them fail repeatedly in the playoffs. And I'm sorry, I, I, I think of season that. Award. And I understand that. I would give it to Harden right now. All right. Well, I'm going to pressure you on this every day now. Please don't. because Every day. I don't think about it as uh-huh. much as you do. I, and by the way, I cannot wait for you to see this. What? This is Bradley Beal last night against Detroit. And I want you to watch as he takes five One, full steps two, three, four, without dribbling the ball. Five full steps. He has not called for walking. The NBA refs on their Twitter account say it's not walking. They say he fumbled the ball. So those steps don't count. He can regather the ball and take more steps. Don't tell me you're okay with this. Well, you know, if I, if I had a chance, I didn't have a chance today, I'd like to ask my dear friend, St. Ignatius' own Mark Davis, who's, who was working at He's game, on the court. And maybe the best he's watching. Be one of them in the league. He's watching. I'd like to, to ask Mark what. But we know what the explanation was. He didn't have possession. Now you can get blocked out. Is that out. walking? It's walking. If you don't have possession, oh. if you don't, if you don't. What about have the possession? three steps he took now, before I'm that? Happened. Tell you what I saw. I saw walking. Yeah. But I, again, I'd like to say, wait a minute. Why is this? It's like is a catch a catch in the NFL. 
Did he? What do you mean he didn't have possession? I'd just like to clear that up. If he had, if they really had possession, and I think that's what they really did they're not they're have. They're talking it. about a fumble rule. A yeah. fumble rule. This is not possession. the NFL. Possession. Okay, it's the NBA. When I think of fumble, when you think of fumble, you fumble Huskers. We think of I Pete use Jackson. the word possession. Just there is now. apparently a crab step, and there's a Euro step, and now there's about. a Euro plus Asia step. Crab dribble. It's five steps and it's walking it and i don't travel. care if your boy went to st ignatius <laughs> he blew the call it's walking they're gonna attribute it to him oh I don't know who god gave him steps oh, one of the other two where's guys. adam silver is he asleep is he hiding like me like Roselle? like goodell is he hiding this a big deal didn't the wizards lose the ball on the possession do you really want to make this a big deal big deal it's not a big deal. you have players tweeting out this is Stupid! It's, it's walking. It's walking. Do your job. It's walking. Even Bradley Beal's not a smiley Stop face. It. Let's take a break. Not a big deal. Coming up, really the is. Celtics struggles continue tonight in Philly. And could Zion Williamson and Duke go down to Louisville tonight? Toss up. Adam Silver yeah. needs to call in and say that's walking. And if you don't it's think steps. it's walking as a referee, find another job. It's steps. Go to Medill. It's steps. study for something. No, you. Most of you. Pardon can. the interruption. Is brought to you by. Old Spice. Men have skin too, you know. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. It is time for toss-up. Spoiler alert, I win. What's first? Toss-up, which team has more to prove tonight? The Celtics or the Sixers? So you will probably differ, but this is a question that's a non-starter for me because Kyrie Irving is not playing in the game. I don't think you can draw any conclusions playing against Boston if Kyrie Irving is not playing. The game is in Philadelphia. I fully expect the 76ers to win this game. Um, I think that in terms of who's more pressure, there's more pressure on Philadelphia solely because Boston eliminated them from the playoffs last year. If Boston were to win this game, it would make, it would make Philadelphia look like chumps without Kyrie Irving. But Tony, the Celtics nearly got to and should have gotten to the NBA finals last year without Kyrie Irving. He wasn't there to play in the conference finals against LeBron. And and Boston still took him to distance. So I think the Celtics, who now are just sort of in free fall, a little bit of a free fall, a little bit. Apparently so. And their own players are going, what what we got going on here? So I think it's a coming up on them, not to win the game, but they need to be in a war tonight. But they don't Don't let the Sixers just roll over them at home. But you don't have your best Next. Toss-up, brighter future, the Knicks or the Suns? Okay, well, there is no light in the present for either team. The Knicks have now lost 17 straight games so that the tenure of Mr. Fisdale is beginning to look rather precarious. And the Suns have lost 14 straight, though you say in two to three years they're going to be just fine. The answer to this question is the Knicks, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because next year they will have Kevin Durant and they will have Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and they will have Zion Williamson, and that will be really? the flyer they send out this so week you've got, to renew season tickets. The, the Suns aren't going to have any So you've of that. got the fix-in. You've got the cold oh, corner yeah. envelope. Oh, sure. You know what's going to New York, like the, the back page tell you this. of the Daily News and I the Post. I don't care about the Suns. I know the you Knicks don't. break my heart. Okay. They do. 
The Suns have better. They have a nucleus of good young players now. I'm gonna remind you, they have nothing. No, you don't watch. Booker, Devin Booker is one of the best young guards in the league. Yeah, one of the best guards, period. They got they the got number one Aiden. overall. Yeah. They got Josh Jackson, who is now starting to come fine. along fine. in a second year. They got TJ Warren, who you haven't watched. They've lost in 14 college. in a row. 25. The Knicks have lost 17. And they stink. Okay. But I like the nucleus of players oh, the Suns have. And when really? they win really? the lottery the and they get fine. number one fine. from Duke, you like the then nucleus? the Knicks are going to stink I'm forever. glad I'm sitting next to Enrico uh. Fermi here with the nucleus. Next. Toss-up more likely to get upset tonight. Number five, Kentucky, or number two, Duke? Kentucky is not going to get upset. LSU doesn't have Pete Maravich or Shaquille O'Neal walking through the door. Duke might get upset. The, I mean, the answer to this question is Duke. And yeah. now I don't want to talk about this anymore. Why not? I want to talk about Virginia. Because you said Virginia would not go to win. North Carolina and win. win. Virginia went to number eight yeah. North Carolina. They won last yeah. night. DeAndre Hunter, not afraid that Zion Williamson would block his shot last night. I told night, you that. You said he was going to have lasting trauma. 20 points. You picked against them, picked against the Who's. You were wrong. I was wrong. The Ooh. Who? You, what an you didn't watch the game. What an admission. The Hoos were down 55-48 in that game. And I just thought, here's the point right here. They're either going to have to make up this deficit right now. And I think there were like six minutes or so left at that point. Listen, that game showed how much guts those kids have. I, I, I am so impressed with Virginia. 48 hours after sobbing their eyes out in that Can locker room. Can you answer this question? Who, who's more likely to get Duke, upset? they got to go on the road. LSU's not going to beat Kentucky. Next. Here. Last one, toss-up. Who'll do better at Riviera this week, Tiger or Phil? Okay, so these are both Southern California kids. So they played Riviera a thousand times. Phil has won twice at Riviera and lost in a playoff a, a third time. But he hates Riviera he hates because of the length of the run. They both say he they doesn't hate want to do it. This. They both no, hate no, it. No, Tiger, that's, that's wrong. What, what? Tiger loves Riviera. He's never won. Okay. But he right. says, I'm going to quote here. This is a quote. I play awful there, even though he loves it. Now, Tiger hasn't played in three weeks, and Phil won last week. So if I have to pick right now, I'm going to say Phil. Neither one of them, because they now are both said who's in got a better mode chance? of get ready for the real stuff. And that includes, to me, and I know you don't like, you like to make fun of the Players' Championship. I don't think it's on the same level. It's, no. not, it's not a major, but I, I, the Players' Championship... And the Masters, Tiger and Phil know what they're doing. They know how to get ready for this. If it's just two days, if it's the practice rounds and two days, they know what to do to prime themselves for what's coming in a month. Which of the two has the better chance Neither. to win? They're both going out early. And that's why I win. You know, because he doesn't answer. You don't the win. You didn't answer. Let's honestly. take one last break, but still to come, Naomi Osaka has won the last two majors. So why did she just part ways with her coach? And Marcus All already improved. The Toronto Raptors. I think he has. We I think he's North, real he good. One game. Yeah, but I think he's. I he's think good. He he's gives good. them something which they did not have. Separate those four teams. I just did. No, you I picked Toronto. You picked them, but I did. Happy time, people! Happy 49th birthday, Dell Dems. By refusing to deal Anthony Davis to the Lakers, the general manager of the Pelicans basically dog walked. Magic Johnson, Rich Paul, and LeBron James, all of whom thought Demps would crumble in the wind. Now Demps's issue is where to trade Davis after this season, because surely if he doesn't, he will get nothing for a great player. I'm tired of that as the context for everything Dell Demps related. Dell has a son, Trey Demps, who's playing in Italy on a team, Vano Lee, 
Vinoli. I don't know. With Drew Crawford in an all Wildcat backcourt. Enough in Wildcats! Never enough. Happy anniversary, Vince Carter. On this day, 19 years ago, Carter won the dunk contest. Then Carter was a young stud with the Toronto Raptors. The arm over and through the rim dunk created the culture of Vinsanity. Now Carter is on Atlanta, his eighth team, and he's 42. Wilbon, there is something so admirable about him still being in the league. Yes, Tony, and he's excited to be there. People are excited to have him around. He's really good with those young players. Good for Vince. Even though that team is terrible. It didn't matter. Happy trails to Naomi Osaka's coach. The number one player in the world announced that Sasha Bayin is out as her coach. The obvious question here is, why are you dumping this guy? You were 68th in the world before he got there, and you've won the last two majors, the U.S. Open and the Australian. There has to be more to this story, don't you think? Maybe he wanted a 10-year deal with lots of games. For $400 million? Look, Scott Forrest negotiated it. and hitting partner. You, you, they come and go. Golf, they come and go. They come he could be go. back in two weeks. We have no idea. I'm just going to say that if my track record said I, I got my yeah. player to so get. I have somebody better in the queue. I'm just saying. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. The NBA, your league, announced that there was no tampering with Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. Do you agree? I don't care because these tampering issues are stupid. When you have a rule that keeps Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, we've been commenting on your industry. Get rid of that rule. It's dumb. Marcus Gasol scored 11 fourth quarter points on 5 for 5 shooting in his home debut for the Raptors. Big deal? Yeah, he's a great pickup. You think Gasol's the best pickup? I do. I I think Tobias Harris is great. I think Miritich is great. I think he's the best pickup. The Texans will release wide receiver Demarius Thomas. Is that fair? This is form in the NFL. Tear your Achilles, somebody will cut you loose. Ole Miss football will have to vacate 33 wins over six seasons as part of his settlement with the NCAA. Does anybody care about that? Yeah, they'll certainly care in the SEC. This was the tenure of you, Freeze. There was blatant cheating that was spoken about Oakland. That's bad. Uh, last one. The Warriors go for their fifth win in a row. Are they going to get it? They're at home against the Jazz. They have a letdown every now and then. They get out something close against Utah. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Mike Lobon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. You want to shout out to your boys here?